Welcome to Top Advisor Marketing, where you will learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your practice. Brought to you by Top Advisor Podcasting, a done-for-you podcasting solution built just for trusted advisors. And now, your co-hosts of Top Advisor Marketing, Kirk Lowe and Matt Halloran. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. It makes me really, really happy when I find other people who are actively podcasting, especially in the financial services industry. And we have a juggernaut for you today because many of you have heard of Advisors Excel. Advisors Excel is the largest FMO, IMO that's out there. They are known for unbelievable marketing. And I have Brad Johnson, the VP of Advisor Development and the host of the Elite Advisor Blueprint Podcast. If you have not subscribed to that, please do because it's freaking awesome. Brad, welcome to the show. Glad to be here, Matt. Thanks for having me on. I think everybody's heard of Advisor Excel. If you haven't, you're probably living under some sort of strange rock because not only do you guys uh, have a great exposure and great internal marketing, but you really do truly help advisors bring their marketing to the next level. But before we dive into Advisors Excel, tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you get involved in this? I mean, were you an advisor? Uh, how did you become the vice president of advisor development? Let's just talk about that. <laughs> A bit of a funny story. I'll try to make it quick. Yes, came from humble beginnings, like most of the employees at Advisors Excel. Small town Kansas kid, grew up on a farm and ranch, middle of nowhere, Minneapolis, Kansas, town of 2,000 people, which most people have never heard of. But check it out, home of Rock City for, the, for those listeners out there. College sports really took me to Emporia State, Division II, so played college football. Was an IT major, which I think in hindsight, it's interesting kind of brought me into where I'm at today with podcasting and financial services. So I always had kind of a interest in technology early on. My first job right out of college was um, Payless Shoe Source, kind of the infamous Payless Shoe Source now that's belly up, uh, but their corporate headquarters was in Topeka, Kansas. So that's what brought me to Topeka, the home of Advisors Excel. And I have a good friend still today named Sean Sparks that uh, was one of the early guys at Advisors Excel. And about three years into my new corporate career, I was getting ready to go out and be a financial advisor. Um, I was taking my CFP courses online and getting ready to quit a fairly cushy corporate job just because I wasn't passionate about it. And I'd always been passionate about finance. Interviewed at the standards, John Hancock, Ameriprise, Ed Jones. I'm sure there were a few others sprinkled in there. And then my buddy Sean's like, hey, if you're going to quit your job anyway, there's this new tiny little company called Advisors Excel in Topeka, you should come interview. Sat down with Dave, Derek, and Cody, the three founders, and became the first official non-industry hire at, as the 12th employee back in 2007. So that's, that's kind of the condensed version, Matt, how, how I got to Advisors Excel. That's been quite a long time. I mean, you've been with the organization since the 12th employee. I mean, that's pretty amazing. What is Advisors Excel? What makes you guys different what makes people seek you out so much and, and how have you guys made such an impact in financial services? Well, we're a very different company today than we were back in 2007. I kind of joke my training, my, my training program at Advisors Excel when I started was about a two hour brochure. It was about a 40 page booklet on, on fixed annuities, you know, take a 40 question test. And then I had a stack of old lead cards where they said, Hey, Brad, call these people up, hammer the phones and see if any of them will do business with us. So very, very different, but really the, the origin story of Advisors Excel 
and to answer your question, Matt, how we, how we carved a niche out in a fairly commoditized industry, the, the early conversation was let's not work with everyone. And that was the model early on in the, what I would call the FMO, the, the fixed or the indexed annuity market space. It was if you had an insurance license, basically, hey, come on in, we'll train you on some products and hope, hopefully you grow your practice. So it was a very product commoditized business. What we wanted to do was not work with everyone. And part of that came from Dave, Derek, and Cody's experience. They were at the very first FMO that was purchased by Allianz. Nothing against Allianz. Great partner to us still today. But basically, their model was very much, hey, sign up everyone and then tell them about the products and see if a few of them will sell them. Well, our thought process was let's work with the top 1% to 2% that focus on that. They don't treat this business like a hobby, but rather a career and they're passionate about it. And then let's dive really deep. So not like, you know, a mile wide and an inch deep, like a lot of groups out there, but let's, let's go an inch wide and a mile deep and really dive in on marketing. How can we get qualified prospects on the calendar? Once you get them there, what's, what's the best process to convert the right ones to clients, the appointment process. Number three, once you do that, we kind of call it being a victim of your own success in financial services. You've seen this. I know you've got a lot of financial advisors on the roster where they're, they're doing so well with marketing. There's so many appointments on the calendar, but the whirlwind and the chaos that they leave behind just breaks everything else. So really operations scale hiring is a big one we've ventured into with our top offices. And then lastly is what I call kind of the wrapping paper to wrap it all up, make you one of one versus one of many. And that's really PR branding media in your local marketplace. That's, it's kind of high level. We can of course dive sure. anywhere you want to go, Matt. Yeah, that really did open up a lot of different questions for me. Let, let's talk about marketing success, right? So, so that inch wide, a mile deep, which, which is what I believe is the way that everything's going. Being a generalist overall is not necessarily the most effective way to market or be that one of one, right? Mm -hmm. What have been the most successful things in the past that you have seen that advisors have done from a marketing perspective, and I mean, we can go anywhere with that that you want, Brad. I mean, we can go to that their messages was, were great, that their technique was great, that they were using this medium. You know, I'll just follow you on that. And then I want to talk about how things have changed because okay. you as a company have been quite adaptive to what's this changing marketplace today. But let's start off with what you've seen in the past that my listeners will say, oh my God, I wanted to try that or I should have done that or wow, I was missing this piece. A phrase I use a lot on that front, Matt, is you, we were actually talking before we went live a little bit. A lot of times what, what gets in financial advisors way is their, as Tony Robbins calls it, your limiting beliefs or kind of the lens you view the world through. And one of the things that we coach on a lot is when it comes to marketing, math versus emotions. And where I see a lot of financial advisors completely miss the ball they build their entire marketing calendar, or many of them don't build a marketing calendar. So that's the biggest mistake. There is no plan. They're just kind of winging it. But, but a lot of times they'll base their, their next marketing event off of how did their last one go? Oh, crushed it. At, back in the day when you could do a dinner workshop. Hey, crushed it. Cool. Let's schedule another one. Awesome. Oh, this last one, you know, we didn't fill it. We only generated one client off of it. Seminars are horrible. I'm never doing those again. First off, marketing is not a science. As much as we want to make it a science, it's, it's part science, it's part art. 
You're dealing with the general human population. You can't always predict behaviors there. A lot of times what we'll do, I, I kind of call it the slot, slot machine analogy. You go out to Vegas, you put $100 into the slot machine, you pull the handle. If it paid out $300, in Vegas, you would be high-fiving your buddies. Hey, let's order another round of drinks. And maybe you're like, okay, let's take another pull. Next pull, $400. Trip isn't off to a bad start. Next pull, 500 300 400 That's public events when you done consistently and done with the right framework and strategy, which we coach a lot on. And so a lot of advisors that are out there saying, I don't like seminars. I don't like radio shows. I don't like the standard marketing funnels that you see a lot of our top offices run with. They're typically not tracking their numbers and doing the math because what you can do is you can start to deconstruct these. And then rather than looking at marketing as an expense, in your business, you actually look at it as an investment. If I could put $1 in and, it, and on average, every time I do an event, I get $3 out, you get a lot more confidence. So that's, that's really the framework or the foundation that we base marketing on. And then of course, now we're just analyzing back to that slot machine analogy. Okay, so here's my public event slot machine. Every dollar I put in there, what's it spit out? On average, what we see, three to $7 back when we could do public dinner events, right? Those are on hold right now. Radio show, we see about a three to one. So every $1 spent, $3 return. TV's closer to a two to one because it's so dang expensive, but you get the added benefits of the media exposure and the branding that comes along with that. High level, that's how we think about it. And I'm, of course, we can dive anywhere you wanna go off of that, Matt. I love, I love that. And, and the, the math there is absolutely fantastic. And it always amazes me, Brad, at the resistance that people have for investing in some of these marketing pieces because they don't understand really the, the back end ROI. Well, and a lot of times too, Matt, they don't give them a chance. It's like they do one, it's, think about the first podcast we both did. Go back and listen to that. Oh, I, if, I, I if yours was anything like me, <laughs> actually, you know what? I took my first one down. It was so bad. I was like, well, that's I can't, I'm like, I can't let this, you know, be, be a representation of what my podcast is. I mean, that's the same way for seminars with advisors. Your very first one's going to be your worst one. Mm -hmm. So don't base all future marketing off of that very first one. You really have to have, I'd, I'd say you wouldn't really, you wouldn't decide of whether or not this is a funnel for you until you've got at least six under your belt, because now you've got some numbers where you can start to see some mm -hmm. averages and some trends. And well, and you're practiced, right? And I love that. I love the fact that uh, I go back to to our first podcasts and, and they were abysmal, terribly produced. Kirk and I talked over each other all the time. My interview skills were nowhere near where they are now. I still have room for improvement, mind you. But I love the fact that they need to practice. What happens with an advisor who says to you, I really want to do public workshops or public educational events? How do you train them on being better. A lot of them are very good one-to-one. -one. Some of them are, are quite um, very magnanimous, right? They're very uh, fun people, but that doesn't always translate into being in front of a group. Do you guys provide education, coaching, and guidance to get them to really nail those seminars? Yeah, what's funny is up until a few years ago, we didn't. Big mistake. It took a guy named Josh Jones internally, great guy, student, lifelong learner in this business, which I find the top ones are, he went to our founders and he said, Hey, uh, we're a marketing organization, right? Yeah. Okay. Where are you going with this, Josh? Well, if you look at our top clients, the bulk of them do public events, seminars, right? Yeah. Okay. Have we ever actually done a study on 
are very best in class, what they do versus those that are underperforming? Nope. So he took about a year and a half, two year sabbatical, flew all over the country, watched over 100 live events, like literally sat right there next to the rest of the crowd. And then we actually surveyed the audience. So we kicked the advisor out and had about a five minute survey. And it said, hey, why did you set an appointment? Why did you not set an appointment? Why did you come here in the first place? What hit home with you? How did the how did you connect with the advisor? Were they relatable? Were they educational? And, and the cool thing, it was anonymous, so they could tell the truth because we kicked the advisor out. And what we found was pretty breathtaking. None of them showed up for education. I know, surprising, right? Why did, all, why did the vast majority, when they were honest, we said, hey, what, what on this invite, why did you show up? They showed up for the meal. And here's the thing, like sometimes we overthink this in our business. We're like, oh, I've got the CFP behind my name and you know, I've got all these designations. The vast majority of your audience doesn't even know what that means. The vast majority of your audience are human beings, just like we are. And they're like, hey, Bruce Chris, I go there once a year for an anniversary. You know what? We're coming up on retirement. Let's just kind of kill two birds with one stone. We'll have a nice meal. And hopefully, hopefully this guy or gal actually says a couple things that make sense. And maybe we're interested in meeting with them. Maybe we're not. To go full circle, that study actually created what we call the transformation event today, which is a day and a half training. Josh teaches a lot of it. We have a public speaking coach, Pat Quinn, who's coach. Yes. Aware of him. Awesome. Oh yeah. I love Pat Quinn. He's amazing. So we bring Pat in. I just actually live streamed with him the other day. The guys, he, his skill set is he takes what's overwhelming to most people, simplifies it and says, you know, here's your three-step framework. And, and the cool thing is it still gives you the freedom to be you, not what I see a lot of times in our industry, which is people trying to be other people. Hey, let me copy and paste this seminar and try to say word for word. That doesn't work. People know authentic. We brought him in. And then the, the other big thing that we did, we brought in two of our advisors that consistently, now this is going to seem made up, but it's a real stat because we tracked them all, consistently booked 85 to 90% of the room for appointments. So imagine that, you know, if you've got 100 families in the room, they're consistent and they don't typically do events that big, but let's say 40 to 50, they're booking 85 to 90% of the room that is actually booking an appointment and then showing up. Dude, that's crazy. I know. That's why I had to put the disclaimer (laughs) on the front end because I already knew I've I've had enough conversations with advisors over the years like, oh, he just made that stat up. That's not true. (laughs) It's true. We we looked at the numbers. And what's interesting is they present very different. It's not about education. One of the things we have is if you teach, you get paid like a teacher, which, and I, no disrespect, my wife's a teacher. But that's the thing I think our industry has done all of these advisors a disservice because we're coaching, well, read off this spreadsheet, you know, here's the hidden 401 fees inside of your mutual fund, whatever. And what people really come to these events for is they want to connect with a human being that they think will listen and understand them. So. so what do we do now, dude? I mean, the, the ability for us to really have a deep connection and to impact people and have them be in our presence and all of those things that really truly make educational events so powerful, that sense of community, breaking bread with other people, the things that a lot of people don't really think about, Mm -hmm. but now we can't do that, dude. So how has Advisors Excel pivoted in these times that we're in right now? It goes back to that word connection. The people are starving more so for connection right now than probably in the history of humanity, at least 
our, as long as we've been alive, I'm sure there's some other historical events that have been similar. The, the best thing, I, I did a live stream yesterday with David Bach and his sister oversees $1.1 billion of assets. So she's an RIA, very well-established firm. Number one thing she's doing every day, 10 client calls a day. That's what I'm seeing. So our firms that have weathered this storm well and have actually grown, we've seen firms doing honestly more business in the last month than they typically do in a quarter, half a year. And it's because they've connected, they've picked up. And Matt, if you were my client, it'd be this simple. Hey, Matt, it's Brad. Hey, I was thinking of you this morning. I just wanted to give you a shout. You and the family good. You guys hanging in there? And then listen. And people are home, feeling very isolated and alone right now, especially retirees, which is the typical demographic that most of our audience or most of our clients serve. So they're actually like, they're saying these calls are going 20 to 30 minutes. And what's happening, here's the type of things. These are real world stories. One of my offices in Indiana called up, hey, thanks for reaching out. I've got this CD at the bank, 300,000, not getting paid anything there. Can I have you guys take a look at that? Another one of my offices on the East Coast around Boston. Just brought on a client over the last month. Well, guess what? There's 20 million Americans now without jobs that have been laid off or furloughed during this. 401k, now available. So number one, he listened to the guy and connected with him who just lost his job during all this chaos. Imagine how you're showing up there as an advisor, actually as a human, serving, connecting, listening. But then, hey, by the way, I've got this $500,000 401k. I should probably incorporate into the, that into the financial plan. It wasn't available when we first sat down. Now it is. Referrals. Here's an interesting close. I'm going to keep going, Matt. You're giving me kind of the-, the Dude, yeah, keep going. I'm okay, totally okay. here, yeah. So, so referrals, going back to right now, I've seen this only one other time in my career. It was 0809. An incredible marketing plan right now is a telephone and a work ethic. Simple, not easy. Just like being in shape. Everybody knows how to do it. Just most people don't show up at the gym. What's happening right now with referrals, I just had another one of these. I won't throw the big brand name firm under the bus. Let's just say everybody's heard of them. One of our advisors reaches out. At the end, the guy's like, this was literally a five-minute phone call. It was very short. He's like, it happened on Good Friday. He's like, man, I can't believe you just stepped away from the family for a bit to give me a call on Good Friday. I haven't heard from my other advisor since all of this went down. Yeah. And you know what? I want to consolidate everything with you guys. 300,000 moved off of a five-minute check-in personal phone call. And I'll end with this kind of the referral idea. You reach out to your clients. Most of them, you're just reaffirming, hey, that's exactly why we have this emergency fund. That's why we have a lot of our advisors, the, the fixed annuity for the fixed income portion. And then the growth is typically whatever's left in the market. So you're just reaffirming why you built the thing. And I've got all my advisors saying, thank God I met with you, yeah. you know, and, and put my money here where I didn't lose it. Now you don't have to worry about the money coming in. And then at the end of that, it's, hey, Matt, thanks for grabbing some time with me. Glad to hear you and the family are good. Hang in there. I just want you to know I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. uh, we're working probably twice as hard as we ever have. And if you need anything, I'm a phone call. I'm an email away. But I also want to offer this to you. I know there's a lot of Americans out there that are in need. I mean, many have lost jobs. You probably know a few. I want you to know I'm willing to do everything to make it work on my calendar to be a resource to them if they need somebody to talk to, to lean on, or just listen. So if you've got anybody, just connect me through email, text, and I'm happy to serve them as well. Guess what? Yeah. Referrals all day I, long. Oh my that. God. And I love the fact that your organization, and I think that there are a 
a select few organizations who have had the epiphany that bringing confidence to the advisor so that they will have whatever tools they feel they need to pick up that phone is, is such a huge difference. I started in financial services as a coaching consultant in, in early 08. I remember sitting at my office talking about working harder. I was doing 10 to 12 coaching calls a day and almost all of it was, here's what you say. Just, just, and, and you just summarize that so beautifully. I'm so glad that we're going to have, uh, you know, some of these points out on our podcast. Hi, <laughs> you know? hi, how are you doing? And shut up and let them talk because again, they're going to pick up the phone because you're the advisor, Brad, right? I mean, I love that. You know, people are always like, well, are they going to answer the phone? Hell yeah. The world's coming to an end, kind of. And your financial advisor's calling you, of course, they're going to pick up the phone. Just say, hi, how are you doing? And pivot. It's not a sales thing. It's not anything else. I love your referral ask at the end. That's brilliant. It shows you care because most of our clients do, dude, right? They really, truly want to help people. So I love that. That was freaking awesome. Well, and that, this is the mistake too, Matt, because I, I have another office and it was a coaching call and they're like, oh, we're making all these phone calls and there's, man, they're just not working. And I'm like, well, walk me through it. Hey, we're just calling to check in. We wanted to see if you needed a 20 minute consultation. And that was the open. Ugh. That's a sales call. Yeah. Immediately, all of us, we hear that, our guard goes up. We're like, oh, I thought he was calling to see if I needed something. Now he was just calling to try to sell me something. Mm -hmm. They are not sales calls, they're connection calls. And right. if you reach out with that number one goal and purpose, and to your point, listen, people are so alone and isolated right now. Where you connect with people is not at the height of an 11-year bull run. Where true financial advisors show up and stand out is when things get tough. Just like when you think about your best friends, when you've gone through a tough time in life, the people that step in and are there and come to, to serve you however they can, those are the people that you're like, that's a good dude. Or I love that lady. They're there for me. Same thing with the financial advisor. It works the exact same way. Yeah. All right. To wrap up today's podcast, what sort of advice do you have for people right now? Pick up the phone. That's good. In fact, if that's all they do, that's really all they need to do. But let's, let's dive just a one level deeper than that, Brad. On your coaching calls that you're having with your advisors, what is the best piece of advice besides just picking up the phone and listening that you have for advisors to proactively market who they are and what they do and what makes them unique and different? I see a lot of, so I see this in two phases. I see phase one and phase two. I see a lot of advisors completely skipping. It's basically they're on, in a field of diamonds just walking right by them to go on down the road. Most advisors right now, when I look at the phone calls, the questions I'm getting, they're all phase two, which is what's the best webinar software, presentation, how do I run Facebook ads? How do I fill this? Is it a Zoom room? Is it webinar jam? You've heard probably a lot of the same. Back to when you look at the bulk of at least how our advisors are wired, they were very heavily driven by direct response marketing. When you look at our upper echelon of advisors, the last decade plus, they were doing a lot of public events. They were doing radio shows. They were doing TV shows. They were doing referral events. You look like even if you deconstruct a public seminar, our very best, maybe I'm going to go, I'm going to go high here. Maybe if they had a room of, 100 buying units, just to keep this in percentages, the very, very best might have brought on 10 families out of 100 in that room. By the time you go to appointment, first, second, third, all the way through by who became a client. So now we've got 90 in that room. 
that timing wasn't right, wasn't a good fit, whatever. Step number one, client phone call. That's who you chose to serve. So I'm going back to phase one here. That's who you chose to serve in the first place. You show up for them. Next down the list though, hey Matt, um, you know, I apologize it took me so long to give you a call. The last three, four weeks, I've been over communicating with my clients. I've just been hammering the phones and Honestly, I'm just now coming up for air. You know, I thought of you though, you came to our event back in February and we met the first time. And I know then all of this kind of unfolded. I just wanted to check in. How are you and the family getting along? You, you doing okay? You hanging in there? You noticed the only difference was just the very beginning intro. Right. Now I'm just going right back into the same call I would have with the client. Right. Those are turning into appointments left and right because back to the story I told earlier, big name firm. Mm-hmm. They've literally been calling this advisor. I had true story. I had one. They'd been trying to connect with their actual advisor for two weeks. No return phone calls. Oh. Advisors literally hiding under their desk. Mm-hmm. The client had to go into the office lobby, grab the advisor between appointments to actually talk to them. Mm. So that's, I mean, that's real world. That's what a lot, that's what the status quo advisor is doing right now. They're just dodging phone calls, not sure what to say. So when you, their non-advisor are like, Hey, I was thinking of you. How are you doing? Oh my gosh. I'm not even working with you. And this guy's checking in to see how I'm doing, right? Those are working really well. I honestly think right now that could be your entire marketing plan. If you have a decent database, which many of our advisors do because they've been actively marketing for a long time. However, I want to answer your question. Phase two, I think there is also a huge opportunity depending on what article you read that basically the conversation is COVID-19 sped up technology worldwide by about a decade. Case in point, I was on a call on Sunday. I, I don't recommend this, by the way, Matt. I was on a Zoom call with my mom's side of the family. I think there were 15 video feeds. It was like the Brady Bunch right on the grid. And my mom and my aunts and my uncle, so there were four, four or five of them, all 65 plus, using Zoom with video and audio on. And guess what? They figured it out. Two months ago, they wouldn't have known what Zoom was. So now you've got this mass education of, hey, we can talk virtually and it's not that bad, just like we're conducting this interview right now. So what you actually have now is a lot more education. That's going to open up a ton of opportunity. You know, what does this make possible for an advisor? What it makes possible is if you can start to connect. We've got a lot of offices using Facebook ads Mm -hmm. to go to webinars to where they're hosting it's not that different than a dinner seminar. The difference is where the, where the conversations happen. It's not in a restaurant. It's now in a digital room. And yes, there's some, di- there's some things that are the same. There's some things that are different. I'm happy to make available. I just had this conversation with Pat Quinn like a week ago. So okay. if you want that, I'm, I'm happy to send you a link, Matt. But basically, oh, yeah. he coaches on, on seminars and we talked about what stays the same. And what's different via webinar, because obviously attention spans different on a webinar. People can leave whenever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm happy to make that available to your oh, audience. Yeah, that if would be like. super awesome. Yeah. We'll, we'll make sure that links in the show notes. Brad, dude, this was awesome. Yeah, first off, as a fellow podcaster, it's always great because you're a known commodity, right? I knew you were going to kill this. Secondly, thank you for everything that you guys do at Advisors Excel. It's a great organization. You guys offer so much depth for clients. What is the best way for our listeners to reach out if they've listened to you and said, wow, this guy really obviously knows what he's talking about, but I love the feeling that I get from just how you communicate. What would be the best way for them to reach out to you? 
I'll give you a couple options, Matt. So the first one, if, if they're podcast listeners out there, the Elite Advisor Blueprint, you search for it, you can find that on pretty much any podcast player. If you like the video version, bradleyjohnson.com is where I post every show, YouTube video, audio, transcript. A lot of our past guests have actually given free downloads um, where you can actually download them there. And then secondarily to, to the conversation, we've kind of been hitting all over the place here, Matt, which is this new virtual world we're all kind of found ourselves in. I started a series called the Virtual Advisor Series, where I've been live streaming just guys like Pat Quinn, Chris Smith, David Bach yesterday, where it's just, hey, how do, if I'm an advisor, how do I start to adapt my marketing or my appointment process to this digital world? The virtualadvisorseries.com. They're, they're all, the, all of them are available out there. And then I started a private Facebook group as well called The Virtual Advisor, where we continue the conversation. Man, you got some great URLs there, dude. That was uh, quite insightful. I collect them. <laughs> are, I don't know if you're, the, are you the same way where you're like, wow, I've, apparently I, I had one too many glasses of wine the other night and I have four more URLs. Dude, I, I, I do that all the time. Like somebody will say something, I'm like, wow, I wonder if that's a dot com. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, Brad, thank you very, very much. We'll make sure that we have links to all of those things in our show notes. If you have not followed him on LinkedIn, please, please follow him on LinkedIn and check out all of the great things like the Elite Advisor Blueprint podcast. Brad, thanks for being on the show, man. Matt, it was a pleasure. And hey, I want to throw it back to you as a fellow podcaster. You, you were trashing on your interview skills earlier. I, I, think, I think they're pretty on point. You did well, so thank you. I really appreciate that. Hey, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, make sure you click that subscribe now button below. And if you have a guest idea, somebody that you think, like Pat Quinn, by the way, who would be a great guest on the show, all you have to do is email me at matt at topadvisorm. So for everybody at Advisors Excel and everybody at Top Advisor Marketing, this is Matt Halloran, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Are you ready to change the way you communicate with your clients? Are you tired of being the best kept secret in your area? Learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your business. Contact us today and see what the power of podcasting can do for your business. Click on the Contact Us link on our website at topadvisormarketing.com and set up a call to learn more. Follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook for more updates and information. This was brought to you by iris.xyz, a platform helping financial professionals become better in business and life through new media and new voices. Visit them and learn more at iris.xyz.